Hello everyone, my name is Father Ted Trinko. I'm a contemplative priest of the Incarnate Word serving in Maryland of the United States. Today is the fifth Thursday of Ordinary Time, February 8th, 2024. And the gospel comes from the from Mark chapter 7. Jesus went to the district of Tyre. He entered a house and wanted no one to know about it, but he could not escape notice. Soon a woman whose daughter had an unclean spirit heard about him. She came and fell at his feet. The woman was a Greek, a Syrophoenician by birth, and she begged him to drive the demon out of her daughter. He said to her, Let the children be fed first, for it is not right to take the food of the children and throw it to the dogs. She replied and said to him, Lord, even the dogs under the table eat the children's scraps. Then he said to her, For saying this you may go. The demon has gone out of your daughter. When the woman went home, she found the child lying in bed and the demon gone. In today's readings, we can see a huge contrast between the perseverance and growth in faith of the woman in the gospel and the lack of perseverance and corruption of King Solomon in the first reading, which we will hear in the Mass. Today's gospel is one of the more moving passages in Mark's gospel, and Matthew relates a more complete account of what happened in his 15th chapter. Christ had gone into pagan land and was attempting to keep a low profile when a pagan woman heard that he was present and begged him to have pity on her and cast the devil out of her daughter. Not receiving any answer from him, she didn't quit, but now turned to the apostles. This is in Matthew's account. They, however, simply asked Jesus to send her away. He told her that he had come for Israel, not for the Gentiles. Still, she persisted and prostrated herself at his feet, saying, Lord, help me. Jesus' seemingly cold response was to help her grow in faith as he addressed her with the vocabulary typically used by Jews and Gentiles to refer to, her, to, refer to each other. It is not right to take the food of the children and throw it to the dogs. Again, she didn't quit, but reminded him that even the puppies eat the scraps which fall from the master's table. At this point, Jesus was amazed by her persevering faith and paid her the greatest compliment in sacred scripture. O oh, woman, great is your faith. Let it be done for you as you wish. And her daughter was healed instantly. She had been helped to become great in faith precisely by Jesus testing her perseverance. But that perseverance in the faith is strongly contrasted with what we read about today in King Solomon. For this whole week, we've been hearing about the great things which he did in the daily masses. The temple he built, the wisdom he possessed, both of these different manifestations of his love of God. God even used him to write different books of the Bible and some of the Psalms. So Solomon was a very faithful person for most of his life. So what happened? Simply put, he didn't persevere. It began when Solomon broke the Lord's command, which forbade Israelites from intermarrying because their foreign wives would, quote, turn their hearts to foreign gods. As we read in the verse immediately before today's first reading, Solomon not only intermarried once, but a thousand times. All these pagan wives eventually converted him to their pagan gods. He who had once built the temple of the Lord was now building temples to false gods where human sacrifices would be offered. What had begun as falls of weakness, maybe sins of passion, you know, as lust for his wives, 
had ended up leading him away from the faith. What happened to the Syrophoenician woman in the gospel and to, to King Solomon can happen to each of us. There are people who come to Christ after living their whole lives apart from him. Prison inmates, drug addicts, or practical atheists. Some of them, something makes them come to realize that they need the Lord. Oftentimes it's because something tragic that takes place, which becomes the catalyst for the best thing that could ever happen to them. And that's how today's saint, St. Josephine Bakita, looked at the terrible evil of her slavery. Rather than feel hatred for her kidnappers who had sold her into slavery when she was only seven years old, she said she would often, she said she would thank them if she could meet them again, because had she not been kidnapped, she might never have come to know Jesus Christ and entered his church. So on the one hand, you could go from far from Christ to close to Christ. On the other hand, there are people who were born Catholic and lived very close, close to the Church of Christ for many years, but then for one reason or another began to slip away. It could happen to anybody. We have politicians who were once altar boys and attended Catholic schools, now so voting in support of abortion, same-sex marriage, and other unnatural laws. Priests who once tried to bring people to God gave themselves over to vanity and lust. Spouses who were great Catholics for many years and raised a beautiful family in the faith, but slowly gave in to tepidity and temptation and ended in tragedy. St. Teresa of Avila warned her sisters about thinking that a person advanced in the spiritual life was already guaranteed heaven. Instead, she encouraged the nuns to assist that person gifted with their prayers. She said, For no one can be safe in this life amid the engulfing dangers of this stormy sea. Faith is not just a gift that we receive from at some point and then we're guaranteed that it will stay f with us f and grow for life. It's a gift from God that grows in response to acts of faith that we make in response to tests, like we see in the pagan mother in today's gospel. Our faith can be compared to a plant that once planted in the ground needs to be fertilized, watered, pruned, if we hope for that to grow and bear fruit. We can only neglect it for so long before it begins to wither and eventually die. Recognizing that we can lose this priceless gift of faith, we need to work in order to persevere in the faith. To do this, the Catechism says we need to nourish faith in the Word of God, ask God to increase our faith, and live it out in our daily lives. So, read the Word of God, ask for faith, and practice faith on a regular basis. So we need to realize that without the grace of God, we could go the route of King Solomon. The Syrophoenician woman of the gospel had begged our Lord for crumbs from his table. In this Mass, Jesus is going to give us something much better than crumbs. He's about to give us his whole body, blood, soul, and divinity. Let's ask Our Lady to help us to receive this sacrament with great faith and love, so that we will become great men and women of faith, like St. Josephine Bakita or the woman from the gospel. This way, as we persevere and grow in faith each day, Christ might be able to say to us, O woman, O man, Great is your faith. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed hearing the gospel and homily, I invite you to share it with someone you know who may also find it rewarding, and also to subscribe to the Catholic Voice channel. Please see in the description below if you would like to receive a text message for each daily gospel and homily. Please also keep our missionary priests throughout the world in your prayers. Thank you, and God bless.